And this is the Mouthpiece Podcast. I'm back here, Ezra Hernandez, and I'm here with my co-host, co-host with the most, <laughs> my partner in crime, my one and only, Jade Pacheco. <laughs> you sounded like an announcer. Yeah. Like, that, uh, like uh, UFC. My, I, could, I feel like I, there's another <laughs> career there for me. Yep. Um, okay. <laughs> so this is our recap podcast. We recap all the weekend's big fights. I think it's obvious. I like to start. See, some people would build to the biggest fights. Not me. I get right to the biggest fight. And I said, <laughs> let's get the story going. And that would be Canelo fought this weekend. And I it was, am a little bit bummed about how that went. Why'd you look at my armpit? What? <laughs> you looked at my armpit. <laughs> no, I did not. That's just someone self-conscious about their armpit. Wow. Whatever. <laughs> what a weird accusation. <laughs> I saw your face, but fine. That's fine. I just pointed at you. I was like, all right, go. No, you looked at my armpit. <laughs> <laughs> right. Anyways. Um, Off to a strong start in this podcast. <laughs> We've had it. Um, no, I, I feel like, okay, I know that you said that it wasn't a bummer that that happened, but I feel like it was. Okay. All right. Where do I even start? What am I trying to say? Canelo looked great for the three rounds mm-hmm. that he I guess that the fight went on for, but I wanted to see something like, I don't know. I wanted to see like a real good fight, but I mean, he looked amazing. Everything was, I know what you're talking about when you said that he's the best right now, a star. Like I could see it all. He's very smooth. Um, his feet looked great. He just, I mean, he could read the other guy so well. I'm kind of bummed though that I didn't really get to see him like fight for a little bit longer i mean i guess i could go back and look at old fights but okay so i agree with you 100 percent, right i think that's everybody's problem with right i want to know if people's books so this is the complaints right in this fight is it it wasn't a competitive fight Mm -mm, not at all wasn't competitive right um people said uh they didn't know who the opponent was right that but also when we were talking about it you said that he just didn't have anything like he couldn't like it, it not i don't know if his skills the right word yeah he didn't have the skills like yeah he didn't have the skills he so i just skill. feel like it was kind of pointless like why wouldn't i don't know i guess it's a payday for everyone it's just a filler fight but i don't know i i, I really like when well obviously yeah everyone wants a better fight yeah you know but this just seemed like a real trash okay matchup. i i agree with you mm-hmm. right it's a one-sided matchup right what I okay, I agree with all these things, all these complaints, like it could have been a better opponent, uh, could have been more entertaining, uh, all these things, right? Yeah, but the what, what I guess my this is where I'm gonna counter those things, this is the, the actions I'm gonna counter. Okay, tuna fights are not new to boxing, tuna fights are it's a very it's a very uh familiar thing to tuna boxing, up? yeah. So it's a fight where you fight a guy that's lesser, like a lesser uh-huh. guy, so you could just get back in the ring. Get all get used to ro- knock some rust off, basically. Mm-hmm. I thought you were saying tuna. No tuna, <laughs> not tuna fights, um, but tuna fights are very familiar in boxing. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that people right in 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 this era of boxing, yeah, the tuna fight is so common. You would usually get it. It'd be like a Porter fought one fight last year, and it was a tuna fight against Formella. And Formella is no one knows him. He has no power. Doesn't yeah. have the skill to be at a certain at the level that Porter's at, and he fought him. That was his only fight of the year, and that was the main event. And that was the only fight of the year for him. This is going to be Canelo's one fight out of four fights this year. 
And all three of the other opponents are all big names. They're all credible challenges. So I don't understand what that complaint is because it's not like an did something that's out of the ordinary here. Uh-huh. It's an opponent that everyone has tuna fights. Now I'm not a, a I'm not a fan of tuna fights, but I am a, I'm all right with it. If you're gonna fight four times in a year and one of them's a tune up, I'm all right with that. Especially if it's on the zone where I pay you know like six ninety nine or whatever the hell the zone charges a month, right? And although I get all the fights, so I'm not paying sixty bucks for it. It's not. Taking up uh, some other main event that could have happened is not taking up someone else's money. It's not taking up anything. It's just mm-hmm. a fight that nothing was gonna. Either there wasn't gonna be a fight this weekend, or there was be a Canelo fight this weekend. He wasn't. He, he he's not like he's dodging people. He's cleaning out the whole weight division. And you know what? The, uh, all honesty, right? I know that he destroyed Yerdrum, but he's destroying everyone. There's not really a Canelo fight that doesn't look like that. But okay, I guess my question right now is still on tune-up fights. I know that you kind of. I guess need something to lack of a better word to refine your skills in the ring. Yeah, stay active. You know, but couldn't you just spar? Yeah, so I'm not fortunate fights. I'm not a fan of them. But I'm not a fan of them when you have uh, two fights in a year and one of them is a tune-up fight. Mm-hmm. I'm like, to me, I don't know what the point is. Like, why did I watch this? I get right? what you're saying that he yeah. has four. But well, he has four. So it doesn't... I, I get what people are saying, but it's like, okay, college football, mm-hmm. right? College football. Yeah. Alabama doesn't play every top school every week. No, they play a North Dakota State once in a while. And North Dakota oh. State sucks. Oh. Why, why do we have that game then? That's the same argument. People should be having that. Why does Alabama play North Dakota State? Because they're going to play LSU in two weeks. And they want to work their game plan and get some easy wins and, make the, and get their offense going and make sure the playbook's right. Uh-huh. That's what they want to do. So... That's what I'm saying with, like, you can find him or? Yeah, he's fine. He's good? Yeah, sorry. Okay, sorry. Dog. We have our dog out right here. And, uh, <laughs> like like uh, like my life, he's causing <laughs> havoc in my podcast. But, uh, but, uh, uh, he's okay. But, um, okay, but yeah, so, like, why do they have those games, right? And that's just to, like, fine-tune your skills. Like, that's what they're doing. Oh, okay. And, I'm like with Canelo, like I just like I said, I'm okay with it because there's gonna be four fights and three of the opponents you will know. I always want to jump back to yeah, everything's yeah. capitalism, but like, do you think it's just kind of banking on another payday? Well, of course, for him and for the other guy. Yeah, of course he's getting a paid. He's making up paydays that he didn't get last year. Like, yeah, oh, that's... oh I see what you're saying. Okay, yeah, because okay, okay. I mean, I guess that makes more sense. I just and. But I don't understand, like, as fans, like, okay, like, why do fans care about that, I guess? It's like, you're not paying it. Mm-hmm. We're not paying it. Unless it was, like, a pay-per-view. And Canelo said, like, I'm on a pay-per-view fight. Mm-hmm. And to watch me, you have to fight, and I'm going to fight your Durham, and it's going to pay-per-view. And then you're like, well, Canelo, you're only fighting two times this year, so that means one of the fights I have to see you this year. Can they demand a pay-per-view fight? Who? The yeah, fighters? The fighter, yeah. Yeah, well, like, if it's, like, if it was any other promotion, right, mm-hmm. and Canelo was fighting, it'd be pay-per-view. But because on the zone, and that's why the zone is willing to do this, because yeah. they get subscribers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're doing like a Netflix thing. Oh, you know what I mean? Like as yeah. much subscribers they have. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're saying it's like a Netflix. So this is just for boxing. Yeah, well, they they have like I mean I'm sure they, they do they do do other sports, but oh like the darts. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they okay. have like they're trying to get like a global brand. Like they're trying to get sports like soccer, like something that they, it's going to get a global audience. They want a global mm. audience of subscriptions. Okay. And boxing could cover that because boxing is big in England. It's, it's big all over the world. You know, in China, it's, it's, it's a big sport. Yeah. So that's what their, their thing is. So they're not doing a pay-per-view model. It's like, 
if you pay and a lot of times they give these countries like these deals where like if you pay 10 bucks you're gonna get it for like eight months or something like that so yeah. it all everything like the way it was handled it was perfect it was it was a good it was a good system so i oh, okay. I, I don't know so you, you're okay with the way the fight went? I'm all right with it. I, Canelo blows out a lot of people. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, there's a good chance. And I understand people would probably be more, they would be more, like, involved in the fight, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, more at stake if there was a name they understood or a person they, mm-hmm. that they they uh, they knew and a person that they were used to. But that's all right. It wasn't. But it, w- it wasn't meant to be that. That wasn't. It was just a showcase for Canelo. It was a stay busy fight. And he was building up. His next fight, which is not new to boxing, so I don't want people to act like it's new, and it is done in a better way than most people do these tune-up fights. I guess I'm just selfish, and I wanted to see. Yeah, him and that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But as far as the fight goes, like Canelo looked amazing. They yeah, did the did. whole entrance, and I was a little worried. I'm like, man, you know, I wasn't. I knew he could beat Avni Eardrum, and he sparred him, so he knew what he was getting in the ring with. They sparred before. Yeah, they had sparred before. He was a sparring partner. I didn't know that. Uh, oh, oh, that's his sparring partner. It was at one point for a fight. But okay, so how does that work then? So it's a sparring partner that you have. Like, shouldn't they be remotely to the same kind of level? Or no, no. A lot of times, sparring partners are lesser than the guy. You know what I mean? Well, like, you got to think, like, Floyd Mayweather, those guys, they're not going to find spar partners at their level. You know what I mean? Um, so, they're always going to spar, usually lesser guys. You know what I mean? And if you're, like, a champ, why would you go and be a sparring partner for Canelo? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you'd be like, oh, yeah. no, I'm going to get my own sparring partners and do my own thing and not show him anything because that's my competition. Yeah, yeah, So, he yeah, knew yeah. what he was getting with Eardrum. He was very comfortable with Eardrum. He knew he, knew he was going to blow him out. Yeah. So... It going as long as just like let's say let's just talk about the fight. It wasn't exactly how I thought it was gonna go. Canelo was just gonna basically use him as a punching bag. The one thing that surprised me is Yerdrum's strategy was he, he was trying to be super patient, mm-hmm. right? And and I thought like Canelo's weakness has been like if you were gonna give him a hard time like Golovkin did, right? Was be to fight at a distance, but Yerdrum has does not have the skill to do that. He had basically one strategy that could work would be coming forward, right? But that wasn't gonna work. But that was the one thing the only chance he had. And he didn't do that. Oh, yeah. This reminds me, too, when we were watching the fight. Um, remember, we were talking about how you said that... Eardrum. Um, Eardrum. Yeah, how he needed to get in more. And yeah. we felt... was I don't know if it was in the second or third round. We felt like Canelo kind of opened up and was giving him, like, the space oh, yeah. to, like, you know? Yeah, like... Well, when that you, was interesting. Yeah, because when Eardrum didn't get in, he stood patient, right? But the Canelo was... At one point, became so confident that he gave Yudram all this. He gave him zero space. He started coming in where mm-hmm. Yudram wanted to be, but Canelo already had set a pace in the fight and had discouraged Yudram with his power. Because the problem with like, if you don't come in right, like from the beginning of the fight, if your style is I'm mm-hmm. going to come in and push you back, yeah. And he didn't do that. He stood far. Yeah. Well, you you're still feeling those shots in your arm. You're still uh, y- your confidence taken away. So you mm-hmm. had to set a tone for a fight. It's like when you get up in the day. And then say you get up in the day and you trip down the stairs, you you, you uh, spill oh, your coffee. Yeah, it's like, like kind of sets a tone. That sets a tone for the day. And yeah. this guy never set a tone for him that could be a positive light. He couldn't build confidence. He started off uh, being patient and just let Canelo get off, and Canelo got in his rhythm. And then he would have to basically Play whatever confidence up. he had. He would have to build it going forward three rounds already in on Canelo. So are you saying that he should have came in not super aggressive, but like a little more aggressive? Oh, yeah. He needed to come in balls to the wall because balls to the wall. It was only really, it was the only way it was going to work for him, really. What does that even mean, though? Balls it means, to the wall. Like I, the expression? Yeah. I'm not 100% sure, but I, I'm not 100% sure, but I can feel it. It's one of those. Ex- 
I know what you're saying. Yeah, it's one of those expressions you can feel, you know, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> you say a lot of those things. I just, I, I'm telling you. When I talk, it's not more like I know what it means. I just say it with the energy that it, I, I know, know what it but intends. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense, and that's what you need to come. Balls of the wall. It just makes me laugh when I ask you to explain mm. it. You're like, I have no, no idea, but you get what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So that's what it is. He needed to come balls to the wall, and he never did. And yeah. when I knew that, I was like, oh, I knew this fight was over when the fight was signed. Mm-hmm. But when well, he, you kind of said that. Yeah, I said that. I knew, I knew he was going to get stopped. I knew the fight was over. But I would just thought that at least a year drum would come forward or something like that and make it some kind of like, you know, like a little bit like back and forth yeah. early, like yeah, a little chance we have. But he didn't do saying. that. He didn't I do mean, that. I, that's kind of what I was saying, too. Like, I would have liked to see a little bit more from Canelo, but maybe we would have if his opponent was. Yeah, Not just a walking punching bag. Exactly, <laughs> and uh, with and now like Billy Joe Saunders is next, and like I said, this is a if you look back the history of all the fighters, right? Muhammad mm-hmm. Ali, Muhammad Ali, was, you know, is a special case because he wasn't allowed to fight in the states. Wait, he wasn't? Uh, no, I actually, I know that he. I think I read a book about him when I was little, like a children's book. Okay. Um, and that's about the extent I know. I know that he's famous and that he's a boxer, but I don't know anything about him. Muhammad Ali? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, yeah. Well, Muhammad Ali, when he was the world champ of the world, was um, uh, he was drafted to mm-hmm. fight in the Vietnam War. And, uh, due oh, to, is that what you were saying in the military? Yeah, he yeah. To fight in the military? Yeah, well, he, he was drafted to. And then he said no uh, to the government. And I'm he said... Sorry, I have so many questions. He was drafted not to be in the war, just to fight in the no, war. No, no, no. He just was drafted to be in the war. Oh, He was okay. drafted as a uh, military. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Okay. He was drafted as a military. And uh, Muhammad Ali, due, due to his uh, personal beliefs, said that he's not going to fight in the war. And that's just, he couldn't do it, right? Is he Muslim? Yeah, he's, uh, oh. yes, he's Muslim. If is not Muslim, I believe. Muslim, he's Muslim. Okay. And so when the, when he said no, that he was not going to go fight in the war, then mm-hmm. the, the, um, the government put a case on him. Oh. So say because that's illegal, right? To, yeah. to not do that. Yeah. And then they took away his boxing license. He couldn't box no more. Oh my! You yeah, have so a license to box. Yeah, they have a license to box. Really? And they said that he could not fight anymore. So Muhammad Ali was basically without, uh, without being able to make pay, without mm-hmm. to be able to make money, um, lost a lot of prime of his career, two years to be exact. Wow. So there was a point where oh, Muhammad Ali started coming back, and he won, fought England. He beat all the champs in England, right? Wow. And there's a lot of like, there's a lot of cases of this of like uh, Sugar Ray Robinson going to England mm-hmm. and staying there for a year or two and fighting all their champs. Wow. This is the thing. This is not uncommon, right? But a lot of people are showing criticism to Canelo for doing that, for showing like, for going to fight England and opponents that they're not familiar with. But this, and some guy said, "I'm tired of this era of Canelo." And this isn't an era. This is a year. That's the thing is that he's so good and so great at what he's doing. He's not. He's doing his England thing right now, right? That's his England thing. It's gonna be done with Billy Joe Saunders. There's no one else to fight. But that doesn't make sense. So sorry. Let's go back a little bit because he's from Mexico. Yeah. So. What do they mean? Like they're tired of that era, or like he's going to England, like. He's from Mexico, so should he only be fighting people in Mexico? I mean, no, I get see what I'm saying. I guess what they mean is he's like a he has a big American audience, mm-hmm. and they want him to fight fighters that they know. But why wouldn't you do worldwide and be like a world champ? That's what that's what the vision is, right? That's what okay. he sees, and this is the vision that the the uh, zone sees, the vision that Eddie Hearn oh, sees. I got it. But people okay. aren't getting this. People are being critical of him, and I'm talking about people like on Twitter and stuff. I'm not saying like they're the most credible oh, people, yeah, but I'm yeah, talking no, about no, I know. Yeah, I'm not talking about people on Twitter and stuff, and. I just don't get it because it's not really even that long he's doing. It's not like he did like a five-year trip to England and he's fighting all their champs and guys we don't know. And if you like boxing, you do know these guys, but that's fine. So he's fighting these guys. 
he has one more fight. It's really going to be a year span over the guys he fought. He's uh-huh. going to fight Billy Joe Saunders. And then from there, he's probably going to fight Caleb Plant, who you guys will complain when he fights him as well. Because there's no one at Canelo's level. And every time you're going to get mashed up, they're going to create a name and they're going to say, this guy maybe could do something. Yeah. And as soon as we put them together, the pundits are going to look at it and say, well, no, he can't beat Canelo. And then everybody's going to say, well, what's the point of this fight? He can't win. You well, can't a lot win. Of people the... can't beat him. So. That's what I'm saying. So no one could beat him. Mm, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I, I performance wise, everything going on for him right now, it's all good for Canelo. Yeah. It's, there's a reason people are paying him twenty million to have I these mean, he fights. He looks great. He's amazing. He looks great. He's only thirty. He's got a long way to go. There's if there's a guy worthy of fighting him, he will face him, and yeah. that's that's just the case of it. So Canelo looked good, and Yerderum that was probably his last payday, but that was a two million dollar payday. So you can't be mad at that. I think I also really want to say this, too. When you said they have a license to box, Brand, did you know <laughs> that strippers do, too? <laughs> not that, I mean, not that I'm a stripper or ever have been, but I knew one of my friends, you know, which friend I'm talking about, actually showed me her license. Like, you have to have, like, an entertainment license. To strip? To strip. What's yes. the test? I don't know. Like, there's no... I don't know. I think you just pay a fee and get, like, literally a picture. Like, it looks like another license, but it says, like, entertainment license. And what? it's a license to strip. I never knew that. Like, yeah. That's the most ridiculous Remember, like, thing ever Like, what is it? Like, James Bond license the to license kill? license to kill. Like, license to strip. What? I never knew that. I don't know. I was dying to say that when you mentioned that, but anyway... Uh, you learn something this new. Is, this, 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 is this, this, podcast. Podcast. this is what I bring to the podcast. This is what I bring to the podcast. You learn something new to the podcast all the time. <laughs> on the undercard of uh, Canelo, let's move, uh-huh. on. let's move on past <laughs> stripper license. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It is. It blows my mind. I'm so I have some more questions. So, so much more questions, but maybe on another podcast. We've been talking about a, a pop culture podcast. <laughs> I thought you were going to say we've been talking about strippers. I was like, we haven't. <laughs> we really haven't. You know, I want us to strip to pay the mortgage. I just want, like, I'm just curious, like, does, like, when someone has a bachelor party, they're like, well, is this licensed? Are you a licensed stripper or are you just half assing them? Uh, okay, and then, so let's go to the undercard. We had uh, some decent prospects on the undercard, um, surprised with the heavyweights, but the one fight I wanted to talk was Julio Cesar Martinez, who ended up breaking his right hand. And this was the fight I was most excited about for this weekend. Uh, versus McWilliams Arroyo. So, Marcinus had to pull out. McWilliams Arroyo, who was a big underdog in this fight, kind of surprised me, uh, still fought. Fought a replacement. Mm-hmm. Uh, complete mismatch. But just from seeing that, you've seen McWilliams Arroyo's um, skill. And I thought that that fight, the Julio Cesar Martinez, might have benefited him. The Julio Cesar Martinez wasn't in this fight. And got to see what um, Arroyo has left. Because I think that that fight could still be made. I think the odds are completely going to shift now. And if they don't, I mean, I will bet McWilliams or Royal just because I'll take a shot with the odds that he was. He was my, he was my uh, plus 650, which when, is huge. When you say a mismatch, I always reference this because I know very little about boxing. But the fighter, when Mickey Ward got, remember last minute that guy mm-hmm. or whatever, I think he got sick. And, he, and then it was a complete mismatch. When you say mismatch, was it a mismatch in style or like, uh, I know the weight can't be that far off. Skill but. and experience. So the guy they brought in for a Royal, which is nowhere near the, near the skill of a Royal. Just nowhere near it. And I don't know why we're going into this fight. Royal wasn't, uh, you yeah. know, appreciated, I don't think, to mm-hmm. the point he needed to be. But he just was, he's just a damn good fighter. He just really is. He's fun to watch. And uh, I hope they make the Julio Cesar Martinez fight again. I don't know if they will after seeing how what, how much he has 
left in the tank. But the fact that they kept him on the card makes me think that they do want to make that Julio Cesar Martinez fight. And I do want to see it. And I think that that's a better fight than people were expect. I think that would have been a better fight than people were expecting. So I hope that that is made in the future. Now let's go to the PBC card. And that was Kyron Davis versus Anthony Durrell. Oh, now, in, yeah. in this fight, I had Durrell winning. I thought Durrell was going to win. I thought he was going to win by knockout, too. Uh-huh. Uh, Kyron Davis was tough, this fight. Very tough. Uh, fought a different style. Was more of a boxer. Um, more, you know, move more movement than I expected from him. Mm-hmm. When I scouted him out, he was more like go forward, explode kind of pressure to, yeah. uh, to the situation. But it, that's not what he brought this fight. And personally, I thought like, well... I thought watching, I was like, oh, he eliminated his chance of winning this fight because he took away what his advantages were. But he kept it competitive. I'll say he kept yeah. it competitive. Durrell, to me, won the fight. Like, that, to me, that was clear as day. He was landing solid shots. When uh, Davis would land a shot, but he would land a lot on uh, Durrell's uh, arms. A lot of his shots were falling back. Like, he couldn't get a lot on them. And Durrell would just, when he would land, it would be, like, obvious, clear as day that these were effective shots. Weird thing happened. They scored a draw against the name, which is very rare to happen. So I don't, I don't know what they do for this. And we we're talking about tune-ups earlier. Yeah, this yeah. was kind of a tune-up for Darrell. Might have been the, so? yeah, it was a tune-up. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be he looked good, and he goes forward to fight Caleb Plant or mm-hmm. Benavides again or something like that. And now this is like where I don't like tune-ups. Is this backfired on him? Yeah, yeah. And that's why I don't like tune-ups. I'm just not a big fan of tune-ups. I just think, uh, you know. I, Canelo fought four times in a year, right? Mm-hmm. Darrell's not. And he, he took this tune-up when, I, to me, he didn't need to. He could have fought Benavides again. It would have been better than any fight that Benavides is going to have. And I think they could have just made that fight right away. I think, they honestly, could have just made that fight right away. I don't know why they had to do this. Maybe it's for the mandatories. Oh, I think this fight was a mandatory. Like jump, jump. To the just... main fight. Yeah, jump to the main fight. Yeah, and we I... talked about that last week with the Mortal Kombat rising up the totem pole. Thing. Yeah, you like, but, but this wasn't a totem pole because I didn't know who Kyron Davis is. Oh. I don't think a lot of people knew who Kyron Davis is. Like, I don't think people were, like, clamoring for this fight. Got it. So, if Anthony Durrell's a credible name, he's 35 years old. Or 37 years old, sorry. Yeah. And they gave him... This fight where it didn't, to me didn't need to happen, and this is like the problems with mandatories, right? You had people complaining about why did your your Durham get the shot because he was a mandatory for yeah. a belt, and this is because the whole system's all screwed up, and the people like these belts for God knows what reason. Yeah, and Cameron Davis probably was a mandatory uh, eliminator with Durrell to fight Benavides or something like that, right? And it's mm-hmm. good this the mandatories work for a guy like Cameron Davis because he, he probably didn't get that shot unless he works his way up to a mandatory. Mm-hmm. But Anthony Durrell, why does he care about the belt? And why does Benavides care about the belt? They're the names. They're going to make money no matter what, whether a belt's attached or not. Yeah. So they shouldn't care about that, right? The the guys that don't have the name and all that, they have to work through those systems. But this guy, they doesn't. Anthony Durrell does not have to work through the system. It what does not make sense um, of how he looked to me personally. He looked yeah. good. He didn't look, you know, a fantastic. He looked good. He looked like he won the fight, and he looked like he was ready to go for a, credible, uh, a bigger name. But Cameron Davis... Not saying he didn't make it competitive, mm-hmm. right? And I think that a lot of people probably don't have a problem with that draw. To me, I thought Durrell won. Uh, if I was running the PBC, I'd probably just say, Durrell, fight Benavides or fight Caleb Plant. Do you think we're going to see a lot of tune-up fights? I, I don't. I think tune-up fights are, are a thing of the past. I don't think they're that... I just think because everyone's trying to make up like paydays and stuff from COVID. I don't think that I don't think the promoters want to pay it. Canelo uh, could do that because he's a big name, but I don't yeah. think the promoters want to pay for these things anymore. I think mm-hmm. they want good fights. Got it. And they well, want I mean, yeah. com- they want competitive fights, and I think that these tune ups are a thing of the past. I think this Durrell thing maybe a little bit of tune up, a little bit of a mandatory type mm-hmm. of thing, but I 
it backfired on everyone to me yeah. and that thing. And I would just keep moving to route me personally forward, but we'll see what they do with him. Um, okay, let's go to the UFC. You had Rosenstrike versus Gain, and I, in this fight, I had I had picked Gain to win because I just that thought was a French guy, right? Yes, okay. I thought he, he's. You know, you could see his skills, right? You could really see his skills just mm-hmm. watching him. He really stands out. And Rose strikes a little bit stiff, but I thought Gain would be able to drag him down and get the submission. He didn't do that, but he did drag him down. Like, he did yeah. offer enough tricks on the table to really uh, give Rose Strike problems. And Rose Strike, uh, good stand up fighter, excellent. Just I just think that when Gain got him down a few times, took energy out, and Gain was just bringing enough to the table to just not allow Rose Strike to really get off and uh-huh. really get going. But a lot of people are criticizing Gain for that performance, right? Because he said, you know, he should have finished him. Or uh, Dana White was saying that, you know, Nagano blew this guy out in a round. He, why didn't he do this? Finish him. Finish like him. KO, like a knockout oh, or submission, okay. not go to decision. But if he was doing so, I mean, if someone's doing so bad, I mean, doesn't that seem like kind of, I, mean, I guess it's fighting. So what do I know? But I don't know if, if, if he was doing so bad, like, did he still go for a knockout, really? What do you mean? I don't know, I guess if you're in the ring with an opponent and they're just kind of taking a beating, like you could still go, you should still go for another. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, because it's, I mean, I get what you're saying. I can understand the heart, what you're saying with, right? You care for yeah. the person, but you're there to, to make an impression, right? People will want to see you to make an impression. And a lot of times, yeah. too, if you don't finish a guy and you just give him a beating longer, it's mm-hmm. actually worse for him. You know what I mean? Rather, uh, rather that you get into a... Sometimes, you know, it's rather you run into a wall and stop than keep running to a wall Got over it. and over again at a lighter, you know, at a lighter uh, pace. Yeah, a lighter pace. So, but Game did what he had to do to win, and he did yeah. it impressively. It was one sided fight. Now, whether because he didn't knock out Rosenstrike, who, you know, I know we see him get knocked out by Nagano, but he's fought a lot of tough guys and not get knocked out. So mm-hmm. he's a tough fighter. He can, Nagano's a hard hitting man in, you know, fighting possibly. Yeah. So, I would like what Gain did. I think he's tough for anyone. I think that he's probably a few more fights away from the title. It would be a mistake mm-hmm. to give him a shot now. But I just don't understand the, you know, Nagano did this, so now uh, Gain has to do this. And that's yeah. not the way it works for anyone else. If John Jones would have got the same win on Rolls and Strike, people would have been like, well, John Jones is a heavyweight. He's effective in this weight yeah. and everything. It's a double standard that I don't get just because Gain looks a certain way that he should be fighting like Nagano, I guess. And he, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. But it was a very good win. I'm excited to see Gain. He's only going to get better as he goes forward, so I'm excited to see what he's going to bring to the table next. Um, okay. As far... Okay, just last thing to finish it up. Oh, yeah, last thing to finish it up. Okay, let's go over... I was making bets. We know oh, I was making yeah, bets. Yeah, okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm making... Uh, um, made up million dollars, right? I'm going to bet every week. Yes. Um, I didn't bet the full million this time because fights got canceled. I didn't change the bets. You did but well, though, right? I did very well, right? And if <laughs> okay. you bet with my bet, you did very well. Okay, now... Canelo for 500K, right? Mm-hmm. That works if you're going to bet 500K. Right. So I understand that that's a little bit cheating. In a way. Yeah. But I bet 500K only to win 10K. So that would be 510 that you clean up with, right? What do you mean? You make your money back plus 10K. Yes, exactly. Okay. So that so I, I got my money back and I got 10K. Okay. Then I bet serial gain, right? Serial gain? How do you say Serial. Serial gain, right? And that one I bet 100K. Minus 265 odds. Mm-hmm. I won 38K for that one. Right. Okay. For Magomed um, Kalev. Like I said, I apologize for your name. <laughs> I didn't, you know, that's an impossible We're name to sorry. say. But I bet you're the, I put my most money on you. I was so confident on you. You were a minus 350 favorite. I bet 299K on you. Mm-hmm. And I won 86K with that fight. Wow. 
I bet Anthony Durrell 100K mm-hmm. in a fight that he should have won, and I should have won the bet, but it got a draw. That pushes the bet, so that eliminates the bet. Money back to the uh, money back to the casino, money back to me, right? And then I had 650 plus 650, 5K bet on McWilliams or Royal. Uh-huh. That fight got canceled, so let's just scratch that. Yep. So my new total, mm-hmm. right? I walk away this weekend with a million one hundred thirty-four thousand. Whoa! Yeah. So, so a solid weekend of the bets. Not yeah. a bad weekend of bets, right? I'm putting I'm putting my fake money where my mouth is, right? where my <laughs> real mouth is. And uh, so next week, I so now I'll have another podcast this week, breaking down the fights. Come big UFC this weekend. Uh, break down these fights. I will also have a bet for you guys to make and. Uh, what do you think? Anything else to add? Yeah, I do actually. Okay. So remember when we were kind of when we were watching Canelo before, just like the prep or not even the prep, but like how he was like taking pictures of people, and you were kind of saying he didn't seem like he was all there, like he yeah. kind of knew it already. It was just gonna be like a little cleanup fight. Yeah. Is that what you're like saying? Yeah, like what? Kind of just knew he was gonna win it. So yeah, I think he had sparred this guy. He knew what he had. Canelo knew. That's why I was like, I didn't like it. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, it kind of looks like unfocused or whatever. Mm-hmm. He knew what he had. He's just so damn good. I think it would be like, if you watch that fight, right? And you would think like, oh, of course he did that, right? Anyone, you know, of course he did it to that guy. I mm-hmm. think it was a little bit disheartening for other guys. Even watching that fight was like, even when this guy knows he has the win, even when there's like, uh, he has to be the star when people are, you know, doubting the opponent or everything, mm-hmm. he still looked exactly sharp. He didn't look yeah, like, he, he didn't, didn't, he didn't look shook at one point. He didn't look like, a, he didn't look distracted. Going, when he was in the ring, he didn't look distracted. He just was exactly what Canelli wanted to see. He's yeah. so precise. He's fighting so often that it just was, everything was just on point. Yeah. And people were talking about, you know, is he the best Mexican fighter of all time or something like that? And he will be at the end of it. Um, at the end of his career, I don't know if you give it to him now, but he, he's right there. Yeah. And he's going to be in the talks, the greatest fighter of all time. You know, he's going to be in the yeah, talks of that. Yeah, he's great. I thing. mean, from the little bit I saw, I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what he... And, and then I was looking at, like, the comparisons, like, who would win now? You know, prime him or prime Floyd? Like, him now or prime Floyd? Because they had fought before, but Canelo yeah. was young. It, it, it's a fight you can't make because Canelo was a, is 168 pounds, and Floyd, the most he ever got to was 152. So... It's really nothing to talk about. It's not a fight to talk about. Now, you could say who had more skills or whatever yeah. like that. Uh, I, to me, I think Canelo could probably do more in the ring than Floyd. But Floyd was just so good at defense, better than yeah. everyone else, that, you know, he's 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 always going to be able to be in the debate with anyone, Floyd. He's not my best fighter of all time. Yeah. But I think at the end of when Canelo's done, I think he might be in the talks of one of the greatest of all time. Right there with Sugar Ray Robinson, Sugar Ray Leonard, Muhammad Ali. Um, I think he's going to be right there with them. Yeah, no, I just wanted to talk about that. This has been The Mouthpiece. (laughs) Bye.